This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome to Savor, production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we're talking about ice cream trucks. We are, which is uh, a pretty frequent listener suggestion. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, here, here you go. Finally. Yes, finally. <laughs> you ask and you shall eventually receive. Eventually. <laughs> yes, our list is quite long, but mm-hmm. um, I personally don't have much experience with ice cream trucks. Uh, there was a period of time when I was the, the producer, the video producer for uh, Stuff Mom Never Told You, and the filming was constantly, like unbelievably frequently interrupted by an ice cream truck. And it oh, like, never like the jingle over its loudspeakers? Yeah, and it never stopped. Um, oh, and we could wow. never figure out why it was back there because it's not like, we were filming in a pretty secluded area where there's mostly artists and business. Like, there's not a lot of kids out there. That is for sure. There's barely huh. a road out there. Um, but it happened enough that I did a mega cut video of outtakes of it and of the host, Kristen, getting increasingly more furious. <laughs> I thought she was going to, like, confront the ice cream truck. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's still something she deals with. I should check in. Oh, I yeah. do wonder. Huh. I don't think I've ever actually bought something from an ice cream truck. Oh, though. really? No, huh. I I really didn't like a lot of the stuff they had to offer. Like, it was fine, but it wasn't something I was super excited about. But um, mm-hmm. when I was in elementary school, I did, like, um, on Fridays, we had, like, ice cream days. Okay. And every now and then, I would splurge and get the Snoopy bar, which was essentially just vanilla and chocolate ice cream on a stick. And I'm still uncertain of how it stayed on that stick. But <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The world um, may never I know. I loved those. Yeah, it's a mystery. Mystery of current history. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, how some of those um, quiescently frozen desserts are constructed would definitely be a, uh, a subject for another day. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I've, I've purchased things from ice cream trucks 
a small handful of times in my life. I think mostly um, when I, it would have happened when I was staying with my um, with my grandparents up in East Liverpool, Ohio, which now that I've done the research for this episode, I'm like, oh, that's like right near Youngstown. It's like a suburb of Youngstown. So that that that's coming up in the history section later. So maybe that's Ooh. why ice cream trucks are more prevalent up there, mm-hmm. like more, or I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, I don't know. I've lived in any number of neighborhoods that have had ice cream trucks come through. The kind of Doppler effect that you get on the music that they play really trips me out. I really don't like it. It's, <laughs> it's very creepy to me. Oh, well, speaking of, um, the very first thing I thought of when we were doing this is ice cream trucks also kind of freak me out. And I think it's primarily because of the demon ice cream truck from Charmed, the television show, the 1990s version. Um, And it really, really made an impact. Like, I watched that entire show multiple times. Wow. But there's only a handful of episodes that really stand out to me. And this one, for whatever reason, it did. And so it was this ice cream truck that lured demon children with a song called The Devil's Chord. And inside the ice cream truck was a pocket dimension called The Nothing, which manifested as a snowy, mostly empty playground. Okay. Um, Yes. And The Nothing consumes and destroys everything it encounters, as you might imagine. The Ice Cream Man is immortal, and he, they, both of these things get an entry into the Book of Shadows, which is a big deal for anyone who's listened to that show. Actually, it's probably not, because I think everything gets an entry in the Book of Shadows. Uh, That's like the setup of that show. <laughs> but... I, <laughs> I, um, uh, so, so when we were picking this topic, uh, I, I was like, oh, like, Annie, like, had, like, this big list of stuff, and I was like, oh, maybe ice cream trucks. And, uh, and she goes, okay, but if you think I'm not talking about that Charmed episode, you are wrong. <laughs> and and I've n- never watched, I've watched like an episode of that show in my entire life. So I was like, I don't, I will, I want you to, and thank you for doing so. Thank you for letting me. I tell you, I still think about this probably <laughs> at least once a month of that ice cream truck episode. I don't know why. I don't know. Um. I do remember as a kid, I think I must have grown up in like that era of, you know, stranger danger. I don't think it was Uh weird like that you would hear this music, go up to a strange van and essentially take candy from a stranger, like buy it. And I know you're essentially doing the same thing when you buy from a store. It just felt odd to me. Like, like there's a siren song luring you out. And I think that thought just really connected that Charmed episode. It's like, see? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There, there is something kind of like goblin markety about the entire mm-hmm. thing, isn't there? Yeah. 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 In other um, 90s horror comedy <laughs> television news, yeah, um, uh, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Xander um, has a job as an ice cream truck driver for a while. Oh, I don't remember that. I think it was in season four. Four, like right after they graduate, Xander's picking up all of these odd jobs, and that's one that he mm. has for a while. Um, okay, I don't, I don't think Anya entirely understands it. That's that's <laughs> that's what I remember of it, anyway. Um, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do, I do have one very excellent memory of ice cream trucks, though, and that is um, when uh, two of my dear friends, uh, Amy and Mark, were getting married. They were having like a little, like a little backyard wedding, and it was it was kind of casual, and it was it was you know beautiful and nice and hydrangeas and this whole thing. And but since it was you know in a residential backyard, um, at one point in the middle of this lovely afternoon wedding, we hear the ice cream truck mm-hmm. jingle, and like. All of a sudden, like the entire wedding party, like stops what they're doing and like and like runs out to the front and like everyone gets ice cream bars and <laughs> it it was really it was really sweet. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, <laughs> they had some really good like Marvel themed bars too, and they're, <gasps> and they're nerds, so it was yeah, so it was good. <laughs> yeah, I do like those. I appreciate those. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we have done an episode on the Ice Cream Sunday, which was a very goofy one, but very fun. Mm-hmm. We got to read a lot of intense legal documents about we- the Ice Cream Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-huh. And we've done one on ice, 
which actually does play into a lot of this, um, and milkshakes. But correct me if I'm wrong, we haven't done ice cream, have we? No, not, not that I'm personally aware of. Um, it's possible. <laughs> I guess anything could have happened. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that that's, I think that's one that I keep going, like, not today. Like, that's <laughs> too much. It is a lot. It very but, much is. One yeah. day, but not One today. day, not today. No, today we are talking about a different thing. And that brings us to our question. Mm-hmm. Ice cream trucks. What are they? Well, uh, an ice cream truck is a motor vehicle fitted with a refrigeration unit so that it can keep frozen treats, like ice cream, uh, frozen. The driver might make multiple stops around neighborhoods or uh, places with foot traffic to find potential customers, or might be flagged down by pedestrians to purchase said frozen treats. Uh, The products are often individually wrapped and industrially produced, um, but they can also include uh, any, any number of things soft-serve pumps or uh, hand-dipping stations, you know, any. I, I, I read some things about some um, ice cream nachos. Oh, I've had ice cream nachos. Yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, the trucks, as we have been saying, often project music over a, a loudspeaker sound system to alert potential customers to their presence. Actual trucks and vans and minibuses are all used, many specially fitted with, uh, with windows so that the driver can serve the treats without, like, leaving the truck, slide mm-hmm. the window open, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the trucks are owned by a central company, and the drivers are, like, independent contractors who just, like, go pick up a truck on days that they choose to work. Um, other times, the truck owners are franchisees. It all depends. I bet the, the truck franchisees, like, if it's parked out in your driveway, I bet some kids— Come around, <laughs> ask like, some hey. questions. Hey, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, oh I bet. <laughs> Cut me a deal. Um, well, uh, what about the nutrition? You don't eat trucks. Don't. I feel like definitely- it's the second time we've told people not to eat something that yeah. is uh, inedible. <laughs> um. <laughs> good, good reminder: don't eat, don't eat trucks or vans or minibuses. Um, don't do it. Yeah. I'm sure there's some sort of, like, superhero. I mean, did the Hulk ever take a, a bite out of... <laughs> I could oh. Call. I mean, prob- at the very least, he probably, like, like bit one and then, like, shook it like a dog. You yeah. Know? And then spit yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So unless you've got, you've got that going on, just avoid. I'd say even then. I'd say even, <laughs> even then... Bruce Banner, if you are listening to this, yes. um, Dr. Banner, you know, I would say don't, probably don't. This message is for the whole, <laughs> and Bruce Banner, we're just looking out for you. We Physicist are. Physicist who <laughs> You know, knows. dental health is really important to your overall health. Um, yes. And I'm just trying to keep those chompers, uh, you know, whole and and uh, clean, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah, it's really as a service. little tire rubber as possible. Yeah, avoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Avoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> we're just trying to help. Just trying to help. We do have some numbers for oh. you. Mister Softy has about seven hundred trucks in fifteen states, operated by four hundred franchisees. And I found it hard to find other uh, to find other numbers on how many ice cream trucks are are out there. Um, I I looked. Maybe I was maybe I was misgoogling. I feel like I oh, do that sometimes. Yeah, I've I've misgoogled before. Yeah, it's a yeah. It does sound like some people kind of don't really report that they have them, which we're going to uh, talk about more in the history bit. Yeah, but yeah, that is really interesting. You would think it would be pretty readily available information, right? Yeah, well, okay. But so anyway, yeah, um, uh, according to uh, to drivers who spoke with their buddies over at Mental Floss, sales of ice cream from ice cream trucks actually goes down when it's super hot outside because people aren't hanging around outside. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. They, they say that the perfect temperature is 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, that is a lovely temperature. It, it, well, I, I agree in general, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> There is a Guinness record for the largest parade of ice cream trucks. Um, that is from 2018 in the UK. 
in which uh, 84 vans participated in an ice cream <laughs> ice cream van parade. Ice cream van parade. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, uh, ice cream van is the term over there. That's used sure, more sure, often sure. Than ice cream truck. I just find yeah. that very funny. I mean, were they handing out? <laughs> were they selling ice cream? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I I saw that it happened, and I think that they were all in one place for like an ice cream truck convention, um, like oh, an industry okay. convention to talk uh-huh. about like you know technology and I don't know like sure you know oh, trade well. trade secrets whatever it is. The record for the longest stint as an ice cream truck driver is 67 years, um, held by one uh, Alan Gans of Massachusetts. Um, And he says that he met his wife at an ice cream parlor back in the day. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we have a lot of history for you. Gosh, we do. Uh, But first, we've got a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And I wanted to start this one with a shout out to John Dickey's article for Smithsonian from July 2020 called How the Ice Cream Truck Made Summer Cool for being just so helpful in putting together this one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good piece. Go, go check it out. Great work. Absolutely. So uh, for a long time, due to the difficulty of procuring ice, the lack of refrigeration, and expensive ingredients, ice cream was mostly relegated to the rich. That began to change in the 1800s when the ice industry really took off. Again, you can see our ice episode, which I have Mm -hmm. very fond memories of because it gave us the excuse to look up Arnold Schwarzenegger's best (laughs) slash worst puns as Mr. Freeze. Remember that? We spent like 20 minutes on that. Oh, gosh, we did. That was, that was, I think that was one of those um, ad breaks that we actually took in the studio and we were just looking up these lines. I I had not seen it at the time. Oh, uh, right. I've seen it now. Uh, but oh. everyone was like, these are your, these puns, you, you, you need to hear them. And I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, so, uh, you, I have fond memories of it. Unfortunately, it didn't make it into the episode, but you can look them up yourself. They're pretty good. You can, you can. Yes. <laughs> All right. So at the same time that as the ice industry is taking off, um, there were innovations like hand crank ice cream makers. For those that couldn't afford those, there was another option. 
buying ice cream products from pushcart vendors, primarily operated by immigrants. According to Mental Floss, um, ice cream, these treats, were associated with Independence Day by the 1830s in the United States. So, these carts um, were cheaper to operate than a brick and mortar, and more able to uh, fly under the radar when it came to health standards. Mm-hmm. Um, they sold treats like Hokey Pokey, the Hokey Pokey, which was a bite-sized Neapolitan wrapped in paper and something else called a Pennyolic. This was basically a substitute for ice cream cones, which didn't exist yet. Customers would get their ice cream in a glass, which they then licked clean right there, returned to the vendor who dipped it in a pail of water, and then used the same glass for the next customer. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, the penny lick. One of the most beloved and popular treats was the ice cream sandwich, a treat that broke down social barriers in a lot of ways. There were a lot of articles written about this. Um, the rich and poor, um, people of all, all classes would purchase these treats and eat them outside alongside each other. Well, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, by this point, these carts were often equipped with noisemakers to get people's attention. Um, chimes and bells um, and and clockwork music boxes, uh, sometimes coin-operated so the kids would have a little extra thing to do. Um, and and so that that kind of plinky music box kind of kind of simple melody, like often songs from nursery rhymes or or other tunes that kids would know. Um, became associated with ice cream from this very early time. And if we look at the history of the ice cream truck in particular, it is something of a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, the story often starts with Harry Burt Sr., who was a confectioner in Youngstown, Ohio. In 1920, he was testing one of his new innovations, a slab of vanilla ice cream encased in a layer of chocolate by having his kids taste it. Uh, the consensus from his daughter, Ruth, was it's good, but it's too messy to eat. And in response, his son, Henry Burt Jr., offered, why not put it on a stick? Problem solved. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so the legend goes. It's, yeah. So it goes. Mm-hmm. And this was a logical suggestion from Burt Jr. because his father had already created a hard candy lollipop on a stick that he dubbed the Jolly Boy. Ice cream on a stick hadn't really been done before, though. So when he put his ice cream on a wooden stick, he ended up with two U.S. patents for the process. And this led to his invention, the Good Humor Bar, which in turn led to a rivalry for the ages with the previously developed, like right along the same time, Mm -hmm. Ice Cream Bar. Ice Cream. (laughs) Okay, not ice cream. Ice Cream. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Ooh? Halloween-themed ice cream truck. Oh, okay. I'll think about that later. Um, (laughs) Okay, okay. Burt Sr.'s (laughs) innovations didn't stop there. After seeing the booms in fast food and automobiles that was happening in the U.S. at the time, he invested in 12 refrigerated trucks. He was one of the first ice cream vendors to move from pushcarts to motorized vehicles. This allowed him to expand his business because now his salesmen could cover more ground more quickly. And it's also spawned numerous imitators and was very impactful on the American eating landscape, um, in part uh, kickstarting the food truck. It was part of that, at least. And, mm-hmm. and summer eating in particular here, how we thought about that in the United States. Um, so the, the good humor truck design was uh, a white refrigeration-capable pickup truck with the Good Humor logo on the side, and it was equipped with bells to announce their arrival, and this design was finalized in the late 1920s. Um, And, yeah, uh, nostalgia for very particular types of bells and and chimes and music box tunes was already firmly in place at this point. Um, So the first trucks would have have kept those, um, those old familiar things going. Yes, and these trucks were a step up from the pushcart in numerous ways. One of the big ones was safety. Um, The refrigeration technology was far better than the pushcarts, thus allowing for a better quality and safer product. Ice cream sold from pushcarts had been linked to several cases of food poisoning. The Confectioner's Journal cited this concern in 1887 when someone wrote that they were uh, products from them were apt to be adulterated with ingredients which sacrifice health to cheapness. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, all all of this was all coming up during the time when um, refrigeration technology was improving to the point where it could be uh, mobile and financially accessible. Um, and also when simultaneously all of these like like deep food safety concerns and movements surrounding the industrialization of food were really coming to a head. Yeah, and good humor had a strategy to combat those concerns, those health and safety concerns, particularly when it came to wary parents. Um Remind people of hospital orderlies. <laughs> That's why <laughs> the drivers, they wore these all-white uniforms, um, complete with white caps that they were required to tip uh, when they sold things to female customers. And yes, oh. until 1967, the drivers were all men. Yeah. You know, that is a... I, I guess I guess I never put that together, that that's totally what those uniforms look like. Yeah, they look super crisp. Like, if you saw that for out of context in a horror movie, you'd be like, okay, I've been watching too many horror movies. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. When, whenever you see, like, like, a crisp white shirt in a certain type of thing, you're Scenario, like, oh, there's yeah. going to be a blood pack. Right, right. Uh, But uh, (laughs) hospitals in general are not (laughs) horror movies, just in this particular context. It is very, yeah, super white, super crisp. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I like good, interesting marketing move. Oh, absolutely. You want to sell ice cream? Remind people of hospitals. Go. What? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Seemed to have worked. Uh, and meanwhile, um, business during this time, um, not up into the 60s, but more in the, you know, 20s, might have been boosted by prohibition, um, as some former brewers were turning to, um, to create ice cream during the time. Yes, and all of this together was a very successful venture to the tune of 14 million sales just out of New York and Chicago by 1932. And a driver could make $100 in commissions a week, which is the modern equivalent of $1,800. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and this was during the Great Depression. Wow. So, yeah. Huh. The uh, trucks and their drivers often became parts of neighborhoods of their communities. There was no passenger side door on these trucks, so the drivers would often get out and open the refrigeration unit in the back, speaking to the crowd that had gathered, excited about getting their their treats drawn out by the bells. Neighbors would talk and laugh together, maybe even meet for the first time. Um, It was something people looked forward to, where get-togethers, neighborhood get-togethers and parties and sleepovers for children were planned, um, friendships formed, I read a lot of really, um, I keep saying sweet, uh, but it's true, Uh, (laughs) sweet articles about this, about people who have these memories and made these friendships around the ice cream Mm. truck. Wow. Huh. Yeah. And this was actually a part of the good humor strategy to deal with uh, those concerns around safety and health while also increasing sales. Because by following the same route, establishing routine and familiarity um, and this expectation among children something to look forward to. Um, it helped build their customer base. Sure. Yes. And there are a lot of stories about uh, sort of this dedication, almost um, like mythical status of the ice cream man. <laughs> and uh-huh. again, according to Mental Floss, when a New York good humor driver switched up his route, 500 children signed a petition for him to switch it back. <laughs> what? Oh my heck. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, that's some power right there. That That is. Mm-hmm. Good for those kids. Yeah. They, they yeah. came together for the ice cream truck. They did. <laughs> yes. Important causes. Um, a fleet of 2,000 trucks roamed the country by the 1950s, and they did make most of their sales to children under 12. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. In 1961, Unilever purchased Good Humor, after competitor Mr. Softy debuted step vans that eliminated the need to get out of the vehicle, so like you said earlier, Lauren, uh, the driver could just step into the back, into the freezer unit, slide open a window, and sell products from there. Um, it was easier. Good Humor adopted that setup soon after and started retiring their trucks. The Mr. Softy truck, the step van, was the idea of William and James Conway out of Philadelphia. 
And at the time, soft serve was really popular, and they wanted that to they wanted to bring that popularity to the streets. And mm-hmm. they did on St. Patrick's Day, 1956, handing out green colored soft serve. However, the trucks and machines weren't without their issues, getting overheated, shutting down. Um, but through a handful of experiments, they improved the design and functionality. It only took two years for them to start franchising. That's how successful they were. Wow. Yeah. Uh, only that, in 1960, they hired an advertising company to write them a jingle called Mr. Softy, parentheses, jingle and chimes. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of those jingles and chimes, um, meanwhile, the Nichols Electronics Company started up in Minnesota in 1957. Um, they are, I believe, to this day in the United States anyway, the biggest makers of electronic music boxes for ice cream trucks. Oh. Well, it turns out that these vans weren't free of health issues, so the company was mm. slapped with 244, good humor, um, charges of manipulating records to cover up high levels of coliform bacteria in their products in New York City in 1975. Oh, oh That's no. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The indictment alleged that of the products sold between 1972 and 1975, 10% of them weren't up to code, and they specifically called out the production facility in Queens, reporting that it was, quote, not securely protected from dirt, dust, insects, and parts thereof, and from all injurious contamination. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. This resulted in a fine to the company of $85,000, and they were required to tighten quality control and modernize all their facilities. Perhaps because of this, good humor was out of the ice cream truck, Fan business by 1980, <laughs> pivoting instead to focus on grocery store sales. However, uh, some of the drivers didn't get this memo, or they just ignored it, and <laughs> continued to go on their routes with their good humor vans. What? Yes, yes. <laughs> One such person who did this was Joseph Villardi out of White Plains, New York. He'd been doing his route since the 50s, and in 1976, he purchased the trick from Good Humor. He was such an important and adored part of the community that when he died in 2012, the town celebrated Good Humor Joe Day on August 6, 2012. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Um, uh... Meanwhile, uh, again, um, back to the music part, um, uh, those electronic music players and, and chime systems for ice cream trucks um, were, were developing fast. Um, by 1986, there was a machine called the Harmony 16 that offered three-note harmonies, very fancy, and a choice of 150 tunes. Woo! <laughs> right? Um, and yeah, the, the creators of these kind of things were just really savvy about that, like, nostalgic plinky music box sound and tried to replicate it. Yeah. Um, And ice cream truck innovation continues. You've got trucks selling gourmet flavors. I read about an ice cream karaoke truck combo. What? Yeah. Oh, man. I want a popsicle and some karaoke in a a van outside of my house. That, I feel like I one time— Neighbors don't want that. <laughs> no. But. The closest I got to that was, um, oh, what an embarrassing time for me. It was oh, no. uh, middle school, and you could get a free, oh, it was like, I i don't even remember what it is, so I shouldn't have done it, but it was some, like, free prize from one of those booths at Six Flags. Okay. And um, the way you got it was you had to sing karaoke on the stage in front of everybody, and oh. I sang uh, Vanessa Carlton's 1,000 Miles. <laughs> And I butchered it, and it was awful. Yeah, yeah, you did. That's, hey. But I did get the prize, even if I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I think the embarrassment of that memory has blocked out anything that came after. Any any positive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I... learn from my mistakes, kids. <laughs> If you're going to sing karaoke on a stage in front of a lot of people, make sure it's for a really worthwhile free prize. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because was it really free? My dignity was sacrificed. <laughs> oh, no. Um, uh, but 
Yes, uh, ice ice cream trucks these days do all all kinds of wacky stuff. Yeah, there's. I saw things about about savory flavored ice cream from these trucks. Yeah, uh, milkshakes, hand dipped cones, slushes, sodas, shaved ice, shave ice. Mm-hmm. Difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, vegan options, booze, boozy options. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where is that like ice cream a, truck? Not, not in my face right now, and that's very <laughs> sad. Um, in, in 2017, I discovered as I was probably misgoogling things, um, uh, a horror film called The Ice Cream Truck came out. Um, and from what I understand from the trailer, it, it appears that the storyline features a, a local neighborhood ice cream truck driver who is a murderer. <gasps> <gasps> Not the truck, the driver. Not the truck, the dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The driver. Okay. Yeah. But they make really good use of that crisp white uniform. Oh. See. Kind of blood, blood splatter. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon Prime has been pushing this movie at me for years. Really? And I have not watched it. But And a part of me is offended and the other part of me is like, yeah, you're right. You know me. The algorithm yeah. knows what's up. Yeah. Um, the trailer does look awful. And like the the Google the Google Play reviews are kind of full of these people going like, how do I get a refund? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! But I will say that the poster art is beautiful. It's this big ice cream cone with pink ice cream, and the pink ice cream is is filled with these screaming faces and a skull and like a hand with a knife, like like made out of ice cream. It's. <laughs> it is pretty spectacular. It's really, I think it's really lovely. Um, and uh, and I hope that all of everyone who is involved with creating it is having a nice time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, in 2019, uh, Nissan debuted an electric ice cream van in collaboration with uh, this family-owned Scottish dairy called Mackey's of Scotland. Um, because apparently there's been some like kerfuffle over diesel-powered ice cream vans um, over in the UK and, and the pollution that they cause in, in municipalities around there because, uh, because yeah, it, you know, in order to keep those, those freezer units cold, um, the trucks often sit with the engine idling during stops. And so there's this concern. They've even been banned in a few places. So, yeah, uh, you know. Wow. Hmm. Electric vehicles, cool. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of kerfuffle, there, um, there's been uh, some of that over ice cream trucks continuing to operate during the pandemic shot shutdown. Um, yeah. Like Mr. Softy, like low key asked its drivers to discontinue service, but since they're franchisees, like corporate couldn't really stop them. Like they do what they want. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they do what they want. <laughs> Yes, like Loki, um, Mr. Softy franchisees do what they want. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Softy, now that you mention it, also does sound like a villain um, superhero universe. So, yeah, yep, yeah, oh yeah, he's like the the cigarette smoking man or something. Mr. Softy. Oh, Mr. Softy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, and and this brings us. <laughs> Yeah, um, probably a lot of you were waiting when this would come up. Um, So warning for a lot of historical racism here. Um, Okay, so as of August 2020, RZA of the Wu-Tang Clan partnered with Good Humor to write a new ice cream truck jingle to replace one of the most used jingles called Turkey and the Straw. Um, This song goes back to 1916, and it also goes back to one of the most racist songs in American history, by some accounts, the most racist song. Um, the title, the original title is so racist, I am not going to say it. It's no, horrifically nope. offensive. It's like stomach-churning racist. Mm-hmm. Yep. The song's tune was almost identical to a well-known 19th century song called Turkey in the Straw, which in itself came from an older British song called The Old Rose Tree, the lyrics of which were adapted by Scottish and Irish immigrants settling along the Appalachian Trail. However, the song didn't really cement itself in the minds of most Americans until they heard it as a part of traveling blackface minstrel shows. 
By the 1820s, the tune had been co-opted by these shows with super racist lyrics. Um, zippity doo eventually derived from all of this as well. Uh, these minstrel songs were frequently played in ice cream shops, and when ice cream trucks took off, their radios played them too. Yeah. And you've probably heard this. Uh, it all went viral with an article written by Theodore R. Johnson III for NPR called, Recall the Ice Cream Check Song? We have unpleasant news for you in 2014. Yeah, that was the first time I had heard of it. And I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. Uh, and it was, I think it was in the midst of like, just lots of other stuff going on. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. ice cream trucks too? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> But yeah, um, so yeah, that um, terribly tainted piece of music um, is now being withdrawn from uh, the, the the repertoire of these music boxes that companies like Nichols um, sell to ice cream trucks for use, which is really great. Um, and uh, and I'm I'm so I am absolutely so delighted that RZA teamed up with Good Humor to to produce a new one. Yes, and I really dig it. I think it's great. No, yeah, no, it's really good. It's really good. I oh man, I I was like late to this recording. I was telling Annie and Andrew that yeah, like because I I was just watching so many interviews with Riza talking about ice cream trucks. Yeah, and he shared like his experiences <laughs> with them growing up and being so excited yeah. as a kid. Um, yeah, yeah. So definitely check those out and check the song. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 and it and it does incorporate that same like music box kind of sound, so mm -hmm. um, so it's really cool. Yep. <laughs> so uh, that's about what we have to say on ice cream trucks. I feel like we've gone yep. through a wild adventure here. We. <laughs> uh huh. Um. Yeah. Uh, we we do we do have some listener mail for you. Uh, but first, we've got one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at sandiego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with listener. It's hard to make plinky music box sound while you're saying something. Yeah, and it's hard to synchronize that um, with someone over an internet-delayed Skype chat. Uh, but I, 
I, our I got embarrassment what you were doing. <laughs> will live on, just like my karaoke performance <laughs> will Perfect. live on. Perfect. I was trying to, beautiful. with my fingers, communicate, but it's just hard sometimes. I'm I'm also I'm not that musically inclined, so I, I don't I've I've like never taken uh like direction from from Oh you know Yeah from a conductor. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I should incorporate I mean, it's pretty simple. I could teach you and then I'll incorporate that and it, these will elevate even more. <laughs> I'm sure elevate is exactly the word. Yeah. Yes. Yes it is. <laughs> um Brittany wrote, I chuckled when I saw that you were doing an episode on Kool-Aid because my partner was just telling me about a conspiracy theory video he saw about the Kool-Aid man. (gasps) Since the Kool-Aid man is canonically part of the Marvel Universe, someone actually went through and tallied up all his powers based on the commercials and video games to rank him in comparison (laughs) to other Marvel characters. (laughs) Apparently, the Kool-Aid man is powerful on the level of Thanos. I thought Annie might be interested in the Kool-Aid man's potential as an Avenger or Marvel villain. Yes, I am. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, I love this. And I also love um, how many of you have sent in Cthulhu art. Yes. Um, whether you found it or made it on your own, it's amazing. It is. Oh. You all are so talented. Yes, all of it is so good, so good. Um, and yeah, just on just on Twitter today, uh, uh, we got we got a D and D monster that someone wrote up. Uh, oh, that's the Kool-Aid man. Oh, um, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and also, also, yeah, just just like a, a, a little piece of art questioning whether the Kool Aid Man is the jug. Or the Kool-Aid. You know, that really threw me, I gotta admit. Um, <laughs> it, it kind of disturbed me more than I was expecting. Uh, yeah. We just have so many unanswered questions here. We do. Um, and there's just, you know, I don't know if there's an appropriate expert in this to to turn to. I you, think this is one of those questions that you just have, you have to answer for yourself. Oh, no. I can't go down that rabbit hole. I'll never come out. I have to find a new host. What happened to Annie? She went down the Kool-Aid rabbit hole. No! She's still thinking about Kool-Aid. <laughs> Is it the jug or the pitcher? I don't know. I have like one of my conspiracy like thread boards. Yeah. Oh, no. That is not what I need right now. No, 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 nobody. I, I suspect nobody needs that. Um, well, oh, well, okay. Come, come away with me. Okay. Uh, because, because Brooke wrote, um, as a Southerner, I had to pause the strawberry episode to laugh and wonder how the heck Lauren was able to say the term for strawberry fragrance, uh, Ferranial, without hearing in a thick Southern drawl, Ferranial. <laughs> That's my new cheers that I want in my life. <laughs> Franny, y'all. <laughs> and I'll be like, are you talking about the strawberry fragrance? Oh, me. Oh. <laughs> It'd be a real winner. <laughs> uh, every every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh uh, uh, Brooke also said, um, as one D&D fantasy-loving nerd to another, thank you so much for, for all the hard work. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Yes, thank yes. you. I'm so glad oh our nerdy tangents resonate with some people, at least. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I strongly suspect that anyone for whom they do not resonate uh, has, has left. Has, <laughs> Yeah, has either chosen to just like be bemused about them and not comment, or yes, has shown themselves the podcast door. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We have wonderful listeners right here with us yes. now. Yes, yes. Um, thanks to both of them for writing. If you'd like to write to us, you can, and we would love to hear from you. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. And we are also on social media. You can find us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram at SaverPod in all three places. And we would love to hear from you. 
Savor is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at San Diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.